0: This is episode number 17, Balancing Physical Fitness While Working and Teaching Online. This podcast is for educators, academics, and parents who know that online teaching can be challenging, rewarding, engaging, and fun. Welcome to the Online Teaching Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Bethany Hansen, and I'll be your guide for online teaching tips, topics, and strategies. Walk with me into the Online Teaching Lounge. You might not know this, but quite a bit of the United States civilians in the adult population are sedentary. Recent statistics have indicated that about half of us really don't exercise. A few years ago, 13.3% of civilian jobs were classified as sedentary. However, now, especially with so many people working from home and so much of teaching being done online, that sedentary population has really increased. What does it mean to be sedentary? Sedentary means that you're sitting for a great portion of your day. If you used to teach standing up all the time, and now you're sitting down in front of a computer doing it online, that is a great example of becoming much more sedentary. If you have 30 minutes of physical activity during your day, this is said to fully counteract one full day of sitting. If you can reverse the negative effects of sitting all day with just 30 minutes of activity, that's a pretty great thing. Now let's talk about the pain of being sedentary. What does it do for you? What really is the problem? Well, first of all, being sedentary means that you're sitting quite a bit. If you sit for long periods of time without moving, you end up having a lower level of energy. You have a lower mood and lower emotional affect overall. Sometimes you can get fuzzy thinking from all of this sitting and sedentary behavior. As these things increase, it seems like the harder you work, the less you accomplish. Long-term, sedentary lifestyles can cause major health impacts. According to the CDC.gov, sedentary behavior is a risk factor for chronic health conditions like coronary heart disease, hypertension, colon cancer, and diabetes. It is also known to cause weight gain, especially around your middle section, your thighs, and your hips. So sedentary behavior has a lot of negative things that it does. And of course, intellectually, we know this, right? The more you sit, the less energetic you feel, the more you want to sit long-term sitting all day without exercising can actually lower your quality of life because your energy levels going down and you're doing less. This can also really hurt your job satisfaction and it's going to have an impact in your effectiveness of your online teaching. And in summary, it's going to impact your physical health and increase your stress levels. How does this impact your students? Well, for one thing, if you're sitting all day, and if it does impact your energy level negatively and lower your emotional mood and affect, you will be less responsive emotionally and potentially less connected to your students. It's possible that this won't happen. Maybe you are the kind of person that is going to be energetic, connected, and in tune to your students anyway. Being sedentary doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be less effective in your teaching, but long-term, as your health is impacted, it is going to take a toll in the quality of your work, and it will negatively impact your students in the future. Does it sound like something that's impacting you now? If you find yourself facing increasing sitting sedentary behavior and not really feeling like there's time to get moving or get outside, or be physically active, you're not alone. In online careers and in online education, this can become an epidemic. The more we sit, the more we want to sit. There are a lot of things that we can do to reverse it. But the number one thing is not to motivate ourselves with all these negative things. Sure, I mentioned all of the negative effects, how it really hurts us, how it can hurt our health long term but none of that is gonna actually motivate us to do anything about it. I don't know very many people who are motivated by negative health statistics, but the positives, those can be motivating. One of the solutions is to reframe the goal of getting more active into a positive. Instead of preventing negative health impacts and negative performance, let's look at it as promoting the positive goal Of building energy, creating a better mood, dealing with stress in such a healthy way that pretty soon that stress is not such a big deal. The more we look at the positive outcomes instead of preventing the negative outcomes, the more motivated we're truly going to be. It's a known fact, and I personally attest to this, that most of the motivation doesn't come until you're actually starting the activity. If you want to get more physically active, you're probably not going to feel like doing it until you're doing it. And then a few minutes in, you might start to feel like doing it. But that motivation just might not come until the activity has been started. Another way to reframe the desire to be more physically active while you're working online is to think about a learning goal instead of just a performance. So you might say, I would like to run for 25 minutes or I'd like to do 20 sit-ups, or I'd like to be able to do pull-ups for however long or how many. But instead, I would suggest thinking about learning to be a more resilient exerciser, learning to be more consistent during the routine itself, rather than setting a numeric goal. The first time you miss that number goal of 25 minutes or however many sit-ups, that's when it's gonna feel difficult to go back to it next time. Instead, if you increase your quality, it may become a lot easier for you to get into it and also judge yourself by getting into the quality instead of the numbers. And then a third area that you can think about when trying to motivate yourself and reframe this whole idea is instead of thinking about the external goal, Like, I want to look better. I don't want to be embarrassed in my whatever clothing I'm going to wear. I'd like to feel better. Yes, you might look better when you get more physically active. At the same time, you're going to feel better. And no matter what size or shape you're in, when you feel good, you look good. You radiate light and energy. People want to be around you when you feel energetic. And it really doesn't matter what your size or shape is when that is happening. Be thinking about how you can reframe getting more active into the positive goals and the intrinsic goals. Let's talk a little bit about the strategies that we can use when we're working online to get moving. Now, I don't know about you, but entire days have passed where I set a goal to stand up in between my online meetings or set a timer and get up between the tasks And my goal was to get up and maybe walk for five minutes. And the time would come, the meeting would end, and then i maybe run and grab a drink of water, sit down, and just keep working. And it seemed like, oh, well, it's not time yet, or can't quite do that. That meeting went over by a few minutes. I need to just sit down and get going again. And that drive to be productive, grade a few more papers, send a few more emails, Pretty soon, the whole day is gone, and I haven't gone for a walk at all. Then later in the day, I feel like, well, I want to have a little bit of free time, time with my family. It's very difficult for me to fit that in unless we're doing something active. If you're like me in any way, if you've ever experienced that, going through hours and hours of being in your online teaching or online working and not being able to fit in the exercise I have some strategies to share with you. Some of these are from coaching clients I've worked with. Some are ideas I have learned from other faculty who also teach online. And some of them I came up with myself. I hope one or more of these will help you begin balancing physical fitness and online teaching more effectively. The first suggestion is to move at least every 90 minutes. On the longer end of a time Commitment, if you schedule just a few minutes to get up and move around, walk around the house, walk outside and get the mail, if you'll do one of those things every 90 minutes, that will at the very least break up your routine, help you get a fresh perspective, and circulate your body. So you're going to get some blood flowing, and your muscles are going to be moving, and you're going to be active just a couple minutes. At least every 90 minutes. A second idea I've seen a lot of folks do this is purchase what we call an adjustable sit stand desk. This kind of desk can be raised up while you're working at your computer so you can be standing for a while and it can be lowered again when you're sitting. I personally do not have one of these desks but I know a lot of people who do and they love them I'm not interested in standing up while I'm working. I have a hard time doing that. But if that's interesting to you, I recommend it. Check it out. Another suggestion is to schedule time on your calendar where a little alarm goes off or some kind of trigger happens to remind you to go outside for five minutes at least once during your workday. Even if the sun is not shining, that air from the outside and just getting outside the building That's going to help you and break up your mental stuckness of being just online all that time. Another suggestion is to create a morning exercise habit. Now, I have done this one for a long time over the past year, maybe three times a week. I have done the aerobics with weights and it's a straight training routine. It really made me a lot stronger Then I started integrating walking and running on my treadmill, which is in my office, by the way. And walking and running on my treadmill has been a great one to insert in the morning and also as a catch-up for more activity after work. But you could, of course, take, if a meeting ends early and you have five minutes, you could take those five minutes and walk on your treadmill to break up the day. So there are four tips there as ways you can break up your online teaching, your sedentary sitting behaviors of teaching online. I'd like to also just bring in the concept of habit stacking. This is from James Clear. He wrote a book called Atomic Habits. It's a bestseller, incredibly informative. And habit stacking is this idea. It's a sentence frame, and it goes like this. After blank, I will blank. And the first blank, you're going to fill in a habit you currently have. For example, if you have the habit of drinking a cup of coffee every morning or drinking a glass of water every morning, then you're going to stack the next habit right after it. So if I drink a glass of water right when I get up, here's how my sentence might be. After I drink a glass of water in the morning, I will... Walk around the house for five minutes. See how that works? Habit stacking is really just take something that is working well for you and add the thing you want to start doing. Now, it's really important not to overwhelm yourself with a lot of things at once when you're trying to change your habits. Find a way to just slip in one little habit. Once it starts to work for you, give it several weeks Then you can try something else. James Clear also advocates these four key points, and I'll give you a few examples. They work for me, and it's quite possible they might work for you too. The first one is to make your good habit obvious. If you're going to begin moving around, whether it's walking, just standing up, or actually exercising a little more aggressively... Whatever it's going to be, you want to make it very obvious. So habit stacking is a way to do that. After I grade five papers, I will walk on my treadmill for five minutes. After I eat breakfast, I will walk outside around the block, something like that. You can also make the different things you need for your exercise really available, For example, on the days when I'm going to do aerobics with weights before I start my online work, I will put the tennis shoes and exercise clothes next to the bathroom sink. I know I'm going to wake up in the morning and use the bathroom, and then I'm going to get dressed. When I see the clothes sitting right there, it's very easy for me to get dressed using the exercise clothes. And as soon as I'm wearing the exercise clothes, that's my cue to go do the exercise. James Clear's second point is to make it attractive. That means you want to have things around you that make it a desired behavior. Maybe you want to join an online virtual exercise group that all does their work at the same time. Maybe you're part of a Facebook community. Maybe you have some online faculty who you know and all of you can go online at the same time every day for five minutes and everybody's going to walk on their treadmill together. Whatever it is, You want to make it attractive so that you're pairing the action you want to do with something that you need to do or some sense of community or something that's really drawing you in. A third suggestion James Clear makes is to make it easy. Some great examples of this are just starting with like two minutes of exercise or like two push-ups. Very, very small habits are so much easier than giant ones. In fact, if you make it small, it's almost laughable not to do it. You'll think it's silly to skip it. You'll think, why wouldn't I walk for two minutes? I could walk for two minutes. Now, 20 minutes, that's a lot longer. But two minutes, you can do that. And then maybe a week later, you could just add one minute, and you're walking for three minutes. By the end of the semester or the end of your class you're teaching, you probably will have worked up to 20 or 30 minutes. So just start small and make it super easy. And it makes it kind of fun. And lastly, make it satisfying. This means you're going to give yourself some kind of reinforcement, like an immediate reward. You're going to track it in some way, maybe you have a little app on your phone, you're going to Kind of mark it off every day, and pretty soon you've racked up all these little check marks that make you happy. Um, whatever it is, you want to try these principles to help you get a physical activity habit going. Really, all we're trying to go for here is the idea that when we're working online and teaching online, it's so easy to get into a habit of working for hours and hours and hours and pretty soon we've gone through the whole day totally sedentary without any physical fitness or physical activity. If we do that for a long time, pretty soon we don't want to be active because we feel sluggish, we feel fatigued, and it really does grow over time. I know this is true because I've been there. I have really sedentary habits early in my online teaching career. About five years ago, I, I focused on totally changing my life, and I lost a lot of weight, and I also became very physically active about a year ago. It's taken me several years to start these habits. I don't suggest anyone jump into them all at once. Again, start small, make it easy. The last tip I have is to use a timer. Now, there's this technique called the Pomodoro Method, and Pomodoro means tomato, And it comes from the concept of these computer engineers that needed to work in a very focused way, but they were having a hard time staying focused without letting go to think of other things. If they gave themselves 25 minutes of total focus and let the timer go off, they could have 5 or 10 minutes of freedom to think about something else, walk around, socialize in the office, or do something After either two or four of these rounds of Pomodoro sessions, then you could have a longer break of 20 or 30 minutes. And then you start over. If you work well with timelines, this could be especially useful for you. You could, say, set the timer for 20 or 25 minutes and just respond to students in discussion forums that long. When the timer goes off, get up and walk around for the five minute break. Then you've got your physical activity in there. You've also got some boundaries over the time you're spending in that particular classroom. Then the next 25 minutes you're gonna spend could be um, grading some papers, and then you're gonna do another round of five minutes of physical activity. Once you try this kind of pattern, you might find that you actually get a lot more focused work done, and you're more physically active as well which makes the quality of your work much, much better. Well, thank you again for joining me for this episode today of Balancing Physical Fitness and Online Teaching. It's an ongoing quest to continue to improve this area when we're working from a chair and sitting at a computer all day. Don't jump in all at once. Don't be too hard on yourself. Just pick one small thing and pretty soon, You'll have a whole history of a lot of physical activity throughout the day, and you'll be able to break it up nicely. Well, thank you again for joining me today, and I wish you all the best in your online teaching this week. This is Dr. Bethany Hansen, your host for the Online Teaching Lounge podcast. As you try out these ideas, visit my blog and share your results. How did they work? What would you add? Any suggestions, comments, or questions? Best wishes this week in the Grand Online Teaching Adventure.